0: Today's episode of Braised Bits is brought to you by Brent Musburger's Mustard Burgers. Do you love grilled beef patties sizzled with mustard as they are cooked? Do you love Hall of Fame sportscaster Brent Musburger? Then you must have this Brent Musburger Mustard Burger. The mustard burger is handcrafted each day by Brent Musburger and is shipped around the country fresh. Hey, you turd, don't you love mustard? Well, don't worry, all of our mustard patties come pre-lathered in Brent Mustard Mustburger sauce. Must have it, must need it, must burger.
1: We got some braised bits. We got some braised bits. They're coming in hot, so ready or not, but braised bits,
0: mmm, bits.
1: Yeah, you are deaf. Deaf Bagwell, most deaf, the best podcast host that I know. Welcome to Braised Bits, everybody. Welcome to BB your Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Let us Romaine, Let us know what you think about this new intro. We figured that we could get more money if we put our advertisements first. Absolutely, Brent it pays his top dollar for his mustard burger ads. You might as well give them up top. And I'm in this for the money. That's why you get into enver- entertainment for the money and also to make friends. I'm not in to make friends. I'm in it for the comedy cash. Is that Kevin the same? Cash. Is that the same thing as money?
0: I'm not in for the friends. No friends, straight cash. You think
1: friends are cash? I'm saying, so is my com- just dollar signs to you, Lance? Well, yes, but I'm also asking if comedy cash is the same thing as money.
0: Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. I wasn't, I
1: wasn't sure if it was like something else. But it's it's money you make off, off comedy, like jokes. Johnny Cash. Johnny Cash. Walk the line. You hurt me there. You put a nine-inch a nine-inch nail right in my. Right above my Call eye. me Frank Thomas. The big heart. Bingo. We're Wh- cooking. We're grooving.
0: <laughs> the pod kitchen is hot. We're not overheated. We're steamed up. I think we're
1: grooving. I think we're steamed even from last episode. It was pretty, pretty steamy. I'm steamed up. I Before this episode, I was finishing
0: up the article you sent me about the Cascadia fault line got me even more riled up that that was one of your top landmarks. I thought I would read it and be like, all right, this makes more sense. It made me even angrier that it's one of your
1: top landmarks. Why? You saw it, its sheer power. It's a power hitter. It's but Jeff Bagwell. Why is that a favorite landmark? I understand it should be, people should
0: be more aware of it. People should know that it's, so a big earthquake is coming. But why
1: Why is that your favorite landmark? More than the Sagrada Familia. It's my second. That's still us, number that's two. It was number two. Because Landmarks, I thought that the Amazon, it was a duality. The Amazon rainforest is life. It represents the possibilities of life. And the Cascadia subduction zone represents death and destruction. And those two kind of work together with the yin and yang gang showing the awesome power of our earth that we often overlook because we live in a world where we could do a podcast via a rectangular box. Not even a box. It's like a, I don't even know what the shape of a computer would be called. Like a gigantic Pac-Man mouth. <laughs> I like that description. But it, it, the uh, your list caused ripple effect amongst the Brazerbacks and I think in your own household. Oh, yeah. Uh, my wife, uh, when I showed her the clip that we send out on Instagram, which I realize not all Brazerbacks see it, because if you don't follow us on Instagram, which I'm not telling you to do because Instagram is poison, the the uh, metal they're not a metal band poison what eighties band hair metal that was a, a genre but we we put out a clip every week many of the Razorbacks know about it some of them don't but uh, the clip talked about you disliked my disdain for the Coliseum and Kate went, Kate went nuts to the fact that really that half of the landmarks I put were places that I've never been to which is insanity she thought it was and. When She's Saturday. retired. I, I, you told
0: me that she was thinking about retirement. I, I didn't want to push the envelope, so this week I didn't even reach out to her. I, if she, if Kate, if you are listening to this and you want to come out of retirement, you are always free. Pull a Michael Jordan, come back and wear in the four or five. Let me know. But I didn't want to put you in an uncomfortable situation and put you into a corner and have to predict Lance's
1: top nines that he's never even experienced. Yeah, well, it's it's So she told me she was thinking about resigning. And she was upset that you never didn't reach out. Not that it was your fault; it was kind of my fault, but you didn't reach out to her because she wanted to either answer the top nine or send her resignation letter. <laughs> I apologize. I'll reach out after the pod. I just was, didn't want to. It was a lack of communication. I didn't want to force her. It's a lack of communication between both of us. That's okay. But she was. It's she all was, your fault. She was heated at the fact. A number one that I thought the Coliseum was was overrated. She has been to the Coliseum three times, which I did not know. Great for her.
0: I'm and jealous.
1: the time, I, she did remind me, which I think probably influenced my perception of the Coliseum. We were there. It was, it was on my birthday, number one. Oh, my god! So, you know, you're expecting a president, and you're, you're the Coliseum's in front of you, and you're like, that's not that impressive. It's only, you know, a 2,000-year-old stadium, 2,000-year-old plus stadium. But also, we were on about an hour's sleep. We had just, we had taken a plane, had gotten there. I I don't sleep on the plane. Not Gosh, like I don't want to not sleep on the plane, but I just can't sleep on planes. Because you're always eating too much. I'm always eating too much. A foreshadow. I'm going to do like a ding there.
0: <laughs> ding, ding.
1: Yeah. So that could have influenced my perception, but she also just went nuts at the fact that I included Stonehenge because she went to Stonehenge. And she was mad because she was in London for two days and one of the girls in the group of girls she was in London with like made them go to Stonehenge and it wasted like half a day out of their two days in London and she said it was, you know, a waste. But that was that, like a waste. That's the thing. <laughs> she, she, and it, you put it on your list and you've never even been there. <laughs> yeah. I mean, should, we could bring her in right now. I don't know if she wants to. I can't tell. She's shrugging her shoulders. It's tough. It's it's, yeah. it's a tough thing to try to defend. Yeah, um, but I think you gotta just appreciate Stonehenge for what it is, and I I do. Jeez, <laughs> uh, Louise! I don't know, I don't know. It's it's it was it was a landmark
0: episode, to say the least. Yeah,
1: and I will say she just went nuts. Like you, you went nuts, which was great. And then I'd never. She was just going on and on about just how ridiculous I was with my top nines and how terrible Stonehenge is and how how crazy you have to be to think that Stonehenge is better than the Coliseum and not I, more. I've never laughed so hard in my life she's just going on and on it was it was very funny should record that that would have be been hilarious yeah yeah but I thought last if you haven't listened to last episode uh, <clears throat> Pepe, Pepe Le Pew Research Center we talked top nine landmarks of the world and I think it's the best episode that we've done so far Wow, high, high braids! I was just—I was cracking up when you know we went back to edit. I just was just cracking up the entire time of the top nine. I think it—it it was a good one.
0: It's a historic top nine. I like it. The more absurd you get, the crazier you're. But I'm being honest.
1: Are. I mean, th- those were my honest favorite Can't top honest. nine world. They were. <laughs> <That's> they're my. <laughs> that's good
0: you uh, can't revisit it. It's, I mean, well, that's the thing know, I guess you're
1: being honest. That's the thing. The like, Are you viewing the world as the world you inhabit? Or are you viewing the world as the more objective global world? Because there's so many places that neither of us have been to. I didn't want to like... You can I, only I not list the, the things the, you've experienced. Yeah, but then at that's, least not, that's, that's not, I that's see. That's not the world. That's top nine landmarks of my world. 2.0, exactly. with Justin Bieber. <laughs> wow. Well...
0: I, I'm, I'm left speechless. It, it, I, now I have a better perception or perspective on your how you go after your top nines. That you, you're looking for more of a worldly perspective.
1: I'm looking at it through my own lens, my own two eyes. Jesse Agner. Normally I'm going to do that, but we're talking the world. I'm going to go from the world's perspective. I called up Carmen San Diego, and she told me, "Great Wall of China I, is great." I trust. I trust Carmen. The Cascadia Subduction Zone, tremendous. <laughs>
0: I mean, if the Cascadia subduction zone, if they have a huge quake in the next
1: couple of years, you're going to be laughing. I'm not going to be laughing. It's going to be horrible. But like the more people know about it, the better it is. And like, this is the thing with earth and natural disasters. There's, and actually that article, I think, did an interesting, there's an interesting point in it where when this, uh, the Japan earthquake in 2011 happened, people were at one point just like impressed that this was happening and then obviously we're like oh shit Yeah, and I think that's what you see with certain horrible natural disasters hurricanes and earthquakes until it happens to you until it's actually well it's it's obviously horrible and scary but it it it's something that we know can happen so why wouldn't we do everything we can to protect ourselves when they do right maybe people will blame you if it it,
0: maybe you'll, you'll be a part of the blame for the Cascadia effect
1: Yeah, maybe. I'd say get that detergent and Cascade. Clean up? Cascade McNown. Nice. (laughs) You got any highlights? Yeah, I do got some highlights. I wanted to shout out that this coming episode, when this launches, it's going to be basically our year anniversary of of Braze Bits. We released our first episode in 2019, I I believe on Halloween feels right. It's crazy. A full year of Braze B. So, so it's a full year of Braze B. It's been a a real Joy Mangano to do this <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence. You're getting the do- doorbell. Ding, ding, ding. It's ominous You want to get it? I'm not getting it. I'm not going to get it. No, good. it. I refuse it. to. No, so I've
0: realized that my these UPS guys, delivery guys, they ring my doorbell. It's not for me. I've gone down there too many times. They're just trying to get someone to open the door. Just I'm not to, doing
1: it. Just trying to get a eyes out of you. everyone's trying to get a rise out of it during the pod yeah i called up the ups guy and said ring the doorbell but no it's been it's been great doing the pod and i've had a great time and i mean the pandemic has obviously drastically changed a lot of things for a lot of people but it's been cool to do the pod throughout it even if we're in the virtual kitchen
0: absolutely it's been the one constant throughout the whole pandemic it feels like kind of two different pods the pod, the braze bits in person and over Skype, but both versions have been fun to do, and uh, the brazerbacks have been the best throughout it. given us great feedback, given us great questions, always good. All the brazerbacks? all the brazerbacks that I, I consider brazerbacks. I, I, I consider a bunch of enemies like I would say Seidel is a brazerback whack. I don't know if he's a brazerback. I, w- I would say he's more of a, a brazer whack. Not got okay. it back.
1: Yeah, um, that's my highlight though. Doing braised bits for for the year. Love that.
0: Very nice. I I got three highlights, Lance. you to wow. you to I'm gonna <laughs> swallow you whole. My my highlights. My first highlight is I I received a great package from a great delivery guy last week. The Big Apple Box. I got my first shipment of the Big Apple Box, Lance's small business. What would you say? Small business, small business Endeavor? Yeah, yeah. Fantastic box. It was a treat bring it up. I think I've used pretty much every product in there. My favorite product is this rosemary grapefruit marmalade. Absolutely scrumptious. I put it on some latkes. Wow, wow. So good. Just, it was just a, a great box. Great packaging. Got some fig balsamic vinegar, vinaigrette that I put on a salad. Great olive oil, great soap. A good pen, Peter Pen. I highly recommend it. Big Apple box, check it out.
1: Well, thanks for the free advertising. I, I appreciate it, and it's yeah, we sent those out a few days ago, and uh, it's been cool to see the response for sure. And it's it's I'm glad that people seem to be really liking it. It's great. Yeah, you know there are things, and it's interesting because are the things that are in there. There are things that you don't necessarily need, like you don't need fig balsamic vinegar. You don't need. Um, Rosemary jam. We did get a few different jams, but we gave you rosemary because I know you're a big top nice place. Rosemary, uh Rosemary McGowan. McGowan, yeah, and their things So I actually, this is a bit of a tangent, but there are certain things I think that you can have in life that you don't need, but having them improves your life so much, and those are the things that we're kind of going for. So olive oil, one. for instance, right. It's, you have it and it's fine, but if you could just upgrade that to like real good olive oil, it, it changes the game for you. Absolutely. The it's, soap, it's a game of inches. The soap. I don't know if you use the soap, but like, you know, we'd use Trader Joe soap, which is fine. Now we have this soap and it's from Soap Sherry. It's called, it's a, uh, uh, store in Williamsburg and it's just like out of this world good. The whole bathroom, our whole bathroom like smells so much better because of the soap. Love that. I haven't used so, the soap
0: yet. I'm excited to use it. I haven't used a bar of soap since the 90s. I'm usually a, uh, a
1: liquid soap man. A liquid soap? They have that? Liquid soap, yeah. Body I, wash. I only knew... Oh, that's, that's soap? Is it soap? I guess it's body I, wash. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I would use it as soap, but I always thought this they were different. turning into a soap opera. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but it's
1: fantastic. I, I agree. It's
0: like uh, any given Sunday. It's, it's a game of inches. Every every little thing that you can improve... Like the latkes... I would have probably had plain but I add on this rosemary
1: grapefruit marmalade it was
0: unbelievable
1: yeah it's a, yeah you're right it, it's a you make a, a little tweak and you get that first down exactly yeah well thanks so that, for, that, thanks for liking it of course
0: i love it i gotta have it um my other two little highlights are movie oriented i saw two movies this past week first one i, I would recommend to all the Brazerbacks, but most especially you because you are learning French, it's, it's a French movie, it's, it's in French, I've read the subtitle, it's called Les Jeux. The you Game. What, have you heard about this? I know The Game, The Rapper. The Game, The Rapper is a good guy, this is not about The Game, The Rapper. It's a great movie, the American title is Nothing to Hide. I think you would enjoy it. I'm not sure. It's on Netflix. I think
1: I, I think I've seen it. I uh, I watched it like a, I tried to watch it a few months ago, and I, like, I didn't understand French well enough, so I like stopped. But it is the plot like they like take people's phones and they like scre- yeah. read the phones or something.
0: Yeah, it's like a, 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 yeah. a bunch of couples at a dinner party. They play a game where they all put their phones in the center, and everyone has to reveal any text or call that any of them get. And it's I thought it was really well done.
1: They then re- they revealed Marsala a lot of different things, right? Exactly. See, I, I don't know. I, so I, when I watched it, I like only watched the first like twenty five minutes, and then I realized like I wasn't at the level. Now I might be, but I could watch it with subtitles. But um, it's it very did, it, very did,
0: quick, like witty
1: lines. So I can imagine if you were just listening to the French, it's probably very quick. Right? Yeah, it made me that that stuff like makes me nervous. When you're listening in French or something? No, just like the plot of like people's phones and the anxiety. Yeah, no, it, it's definitely that kind yeah. of movie. It makes you it
0: makes you very on edge. But it, the payoff at the end is, is worth it.
1: Okay. Yeah, I'll probably I'll probably give it a shot.
0: This other movie I think you should give another a shot to as well. You might see this one coming, but it was a Venice. Borat. I watched Borat, the second movie. I enjoyed it, had a lot of good laughs. Sentimental, obviously not as good as the first one, but still a fun watch. It was absurd, very clever. Rudy Giuliani's a creep. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Happy that Boras back in the zeitgeist. That's that was my highlights. Yeah, I, I don't. I'm not gonna watch it.
1: Didn't expect it to. You already, you already, you already showed your cards. Said I wouldn't be happy. You Said it wasn't as good as the first one. So why I, would why would anyone need better to watch than the first one? it? Um. I think Spider Man Two was pretty good. Doc right. Ock. Doc Ock, that guy. <laughs> that guy was a monster. True. True.
0: But I get, you just can't top Borat because he didn't it didn't have any
1: context for it the first time around. Exactly. The, the first one. Expect. We that's the whole thing. We don't need any more of it. We had the right amount of it, and it's over. <laughs> Stop. I can come up with something else. I think and our he society, did. He did. Our and, society needs Borat. No, we don't need Borat.
0: It exposes America's racism and corruption, and it, it, it puts a mirror to our
1: entire culture. A lot of things do that. It also fair. relies on, Sasha Barons Cohen's stuff in general, relies on, like, gotcha-type setups, so you don't know how genuine things are. They, right, that, they that go is, that is They goad you into stuff, and you probably come off l- looking bad. Um, That's fair. Yeah. Overall, they're nice. Yeah, <laughs> I love I love the first movie. I thought it was great, but that was the right amount. All right, I think you should give Le Joux a second go around. I'll get, I'll give it a shot.
0: Should we give our top nine a shot?
1: Yeah, let's uh, let's do it.
0: I'm excited about this one. This one is interesting. It could go a lot of different ways. We're doing our top nine foods to eat in a car,
1: airplane, or airport. That's right. We're in the go this uh this time we're going we're not i'm not in a car i'm not i haven't been in an airport since the peloponnesian war and i haven't been on an airplane since i think the 1600s sure, no joan of arc when was she like 1400s something like that yeah yeah same same year
0: but i this, this is a fun top nine i'm not sure what i've discussed on the pod but i get very car sick Wow, in cars. interesting. I get very nauseous especially in the back seat of a car. If I'm driving, I don't typically get nauseous, but I get very nauseous. So and I but I have my whole list is designed for all three of these categories: plane, car, airport, which I feel like is overall no, not smelly, easy to eat, and not
1: messy. When you're in motion, you're you're thi- it's a different a different ball game. Brett right. You're not sitting down. Yeah, you can't have things that are that are YNL messy, but you gotta have things that are gonna satisfy. And there's Sat- definitely a few criteria that I relied upon. And I'm gonna. It's gonna be very interesting. It's interesting that you get nausea in a car. Not ideal. I get very nauseous. You think it's just? So that. I'm typically not eating in a car, but if I'm driving for a long road trip, I will snack. Do you think it's just because when you're not the driver of the comedy caravan, you know, just things aren't things are under control. The bits are undercooked. Bits are undercooked. Yeah, I'm getting a little food poisoning. Yeah, that makes sense. Absolutely, I, I could lead off if you want to gather your nerves. Please, all right. Take a little uh, dramamine before we take off. David Dramamine, number <laughs> nine. <laughs> number nine. For me, it's not something I would have now. Probably, maybe I would, but it's something that I think is perfect for a car, perfect for a road trip. Really, doing comedy on the road—you go to the gas station, you get the thing. Combos. You, I knew do do you know combos. Do you love a combo. I love a combo. I I as I think more and more, I don't love a combo as I get older. But I think it solves a lot of issues. It's a it's it's really a fixer. It's a, a Ray Donovan. It. <laughs> <laughs> see the, the good thing about combos there's different flavors so I, I think the cheddar ones are the best maybe the pizza ones you, if you were going nuts but if you're going nuts I guess you could get peanuts but right. if you're going nuts with combos you're going to not get nuts and you're going to get a combo pizza you're going to go pretzels you're going to go pretzels with salt combos do the job in where they're obviously not a meal but they they kind of seem like a meal because you're like oh I'm having pizza combos they're more filling than a normal snack and what's great about having combo type situations is that they're an ongoing process they're with you for a significant amount of the journey where you have one and then you're just getting the party started you eat them with your with your hands it's not outrageous to eat them with your hands and they kind of they could uh they last a while so they're substantial-ish and they they give they give you a lot of strong mileage, definitely Darius mileage.
0: It's a great pick. I love combo Burnham. They're I, everything you said is true. They're filling, satiating. I kind of I always forget about them. I I feel like I I don't give them as much props as they should get. Great snack to pop, filling. Just an overall great snack. Combo
1: no combos are the are the real thing. Combo bites. This. Combo bias is, is real good. Yeah, who did he lose to? And uh, I think he lost to Carrie Underwood. He was like he was definitely in like the top. He 30. was number two. He lost in the the finale. I th- I'm pretty sure we've also talked about this at least one other time on the pod. I think many times. Bo Bice, at least once Bo Bice is <laughs> top, top Fraser back. We should get Bo on, on the pod. He would love it. He would love it. I think he'd be very biased. <laughs> All right. <laughs> number eight. This is also something I've had on a previous list. This is the Cinnabon. The only time I'm having a Cinnabon is when I'm in a car. And is it a good food to have when you're in a car? No. It makes you feel awful. If you're not nauseous at all, having a Cinnabon will definitely make you feel nauseous. Yeah. It's also incredibly messy. You got to get gotta You got to rent out a storage facility of napkins in order to have a Cinnabon. Sometimes yeah. I I call in advance and say, "Hey, do you have seven hundred napkins? Because I'm gonna have." I'm cinnabon. getting sticky. Yeah, <laughs> I'm getting sticky. And but the thing is, is when else are you gonna have a cinnabon? You're only right. gonna have it at that rest stop in Maryland. That's the only time I'm ever gonna have it. Right. That's the, I think that's why I've I've avoided cinnabons. I, I think just the the mess and the stickiness outweighs the deliciousness to me. I, yeah, I, but if you're I weak. If, if you're in a weak moment, a moment of weakness, like there's just a lot of traffic, you're hungry, maybe you just have like you didn't get enough sleep in whatever trip you're coming back from. I mean, all yeah. the ingredients are there for you to sacrifice or throw your morals aside to have cinnabon. It's a temptation, feels like,
0: a, to, like a day ruiner. Feels like a, when are you ever going to be afterwards when you eat a cinnamon and be like, "All right, now I'm ready
1: to tackle the day." Well, never. I feel like you're done. Never, but that's the allure of cinnabon. A, a, right. a Lauren Michaels, nice. That's that's how it's it's got a big gravitational pull, and sometimes it it could suck me right in. <laughs> you love these gravitational pulls. Well, Cascadia is so that's not gravity. That's just <laughs> no. no but you,
0: you love these these universal pulls, these natural pulls that the the environment's getting after.
1: I'm definitely a big tectonic plate guy. There you there Serve it is. me yeah. up. You some, love plates. Serve me up some tectonic plates. <laughs> Give me some combos on a on a Cascadia Seduction Zone.
0: I would get so nauseous if I was standing on that zone while I was, while I was shaking. The There's a cittabon. lot of hot.
1: There is a lot of hot sauce on the Ring of Fire. <laughs> yeah, I can't in the heat. All right, so that's my number eight. My number seven. Well, this has actually been a sponsor for the pod before, but this is not. They didn't pay us for me to include it. I just ha- like to have this on a plane. Terra veggie chips. Nice. Terra veggie chips, I feel like have become a staple of airport food offerings within the past decade or so. When I first looked at them, I said, why are some of these chips blue? They're not even blue. Why are they purple? (laughs) Why are they red? Why are they this off-white beige color? You have them. They're not particularly good, but they're not bad. And the thing I will say about them is the salt ratio – is the only, so salty. The only salt ratio that might be better is the salt ratio of Chipotle chips. Chipotle chips. Yeah, I don't think I've had Chipotle chips. Like, like chips the, and, you ever got chips and guac at Chipotle? Don't think so. Never. Sure I have,
0: but I don't. I don't remember. They don't stand out to me as being salty. Their chips is, to me this are is, extra salty. I
1: mean, this is worse than anything you talked about <laughs> last time. You have time to watch Borat too, but you don't have time to get chips and guac at Chipotle. The guac is forgettable, but the chips are. Really, the gold standard in salt ratio to chip. Wow, they're really unbelievable. The only—it's really the only redeeming quality Chipotle has—is the perfectly salted chips. Wow, Salt Bay. The Terra—I—I
0: I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying Terra chips. I feel like over the years the bags have gotten smaller and smaller. They—they they, like—they know how salty and good they are. They like make you make the balls
1: this bag small, so you have to get more and more. That's a chip-wide industry problem. You're talking about. I don't know if you've noticed this with every chip, but it used to be standard operating procedure is you'd open up a bag of chips, it'd be like twenty-three percent error. Right. Then I think this happened like when Chip Kelly got fired from the Eagles? I think it was when Dick Cheney shot that guy. Right, in the face. That would make sense. Yeah. It was a like try ch- and
0: trying and to distract the country by making bags of chips smaller. Yeah, and
1: then it went from like like twenty three percent error to like sixty eight percent error. Yeah. And all chip all bags of chips are I stopped buying bags of chips because it's like well, I have enough oxygen
0: yeah i don't even I don't need more of my bags of chips, yeah, I think we both have a chip on our shoulder about it yeah there's c o too much
1: <laughs>
0: the more I think about it, chips have gone down in size for a long time it's it's, it's, it's a it's a pandemic yeah it's, a pandemic. It's, pandemic.
1: yeah there's there's something you know the the world big government's telling us to look the other way at all these issues. Meanwhile, this is what Braze Bits do. We shine a light on the big issues. We do. With our flashlight and our investigative reporting. Yeah. Spotlight. But Terra Veggie Chips, they're not good, they're not bad, but they do the job. I have them, you know, when I'm on a plane, I'm always really hungry because there's nothing to do on a plane. I mean, I guess you could watch, I don't know, you can't do anything on a plane. You could only watch, like, the other person's screen. Pretty much. Or listen to Braze Bits. You could listen to Braze Bits, but can you? Can you? on airplane mode? I don't think you can. You can download it before you get on. Yeah, but who's going to do that? <laughs> I think a bunch of razorbacks have a lot of foresight. I ne- I've never downloaded anything.
0: Really? You don't no download
1: podcasts podcast before going on a flight? No. What in the world, Lance? What do you do on a flight? Oh, you read books. Sometimes I read books, but sometimes I get a little nauseous. So I'll, I'll try to, maybe I'll watch something on... TV. Like, I watched, like, one time I remember I watched Guy Fieri cooking with, like, I forget who it was. I want to say Michael Strahan, but it was, like, <laughs> it, it was, like, some weird, like, successful athlete and Guy Fieri cooking comedy. I watch stuff like that. And then mostly I just, like, watch what other people watch. Like, I see, what's that guy doing over there? And then wow. sometimes... I play the trivia. That's fun. I like doing that sometimes. A lot of times, though, I'll just like stare at the stare at the seat. <laughs> that's,
0: that's that's. not great. Get lost. That, that lost doesn't in, help pass the time.
1: Get lost in my own thoughts. A oh, uh, big if it's a longer flight. I'm a, a huge looking at the map.
0: Oh, oh my god! I that is the last straw. That is that is the worst. I hate that map. That, man, makes me so frustrated, especially on a long flight, and you're like, oh, my God, we have so much farther to go. We have still have three hours. You're, you're staring
1: at that map? That slows down the entire process. No, it doesn't. And I also love looking at how large the plane is and say, wow, we really got a big plane this time. <laughs> this plane is bigger than both Carolinas and Georgia. Who knew oh, a plane man. could be larger than three states? This is, this is getting off the rails. No, the rails would be the train. (laughs) Right. Wow. (laughs) I'm shook. I'm shook up. Yeah, so anyway, Terra Veggie Chips, they kind of satiate you until you get to where you need to go. (laughs) Yeah, I agree with that. All right, that was your number seven? Yeah.
0: All right, here we go. My number nine through seven. My number nine food to eat in a car, plane, or an airport is chicken nuts or chicken fingers, slash chicken tenders. Specifically, my favorite chicken nugget is McDonald's chicken McNugget. I think it's the best nugget in the game, all white meat. Easy to pop, easy to just to grab one. You don't have to look at what you're, you're eating, chewing on. Not not messy. I think McDonald's, is it, it can be a little smelly, but in a good way. Like I don't like people that eat smelly foods on planes, but if it's McDonald's, I'll be okay with it because it smells amazing. I won't be mad at a McDonald's smell, so I think nuggets are acceptable on a plane. Um, I usually go no, I'll go ketchup sometimes, but overall, no sauce if I'm in transit. I think nuggets by themselves are pretty good straight up. Lance, my number nine,
1: chicken nuggets. It's not, it's not a bad call. I'm not a huge McNugget guy. I'm not. It's something about them creep me out. They're kids' food. Number one. And Sure. They're what, about, never, what about fingers? What about never, tenders? tenders are good, but I'm not bringing tenders on a plane.
0: Even if like you're running late at the airport and there's like a cafe, you got to get something to grab to go onto the plane? I mean,
1: that's very specific.
0: <laughs> there's only one option? It's chicken fingers?
1: Yeah, the only option to have food is chicken fingers I'm gonna have it but I'm not Got gonna him. go out and, I'm not gonna go out and seek it
0: Lance loves chicken fingers this is number one
1: I do like chicken fingers they're better than than McNuggets McNuggets I think are just like they're kids food and then you have five of them and then they're gone in literally 25 seconds I eat all five of them right so I need yeah. 20 of them and then 20 of them is ridiculous that's not a it's good it's the idea. same
0: with terror chips you're not, you're not gonna be it's, well there's well, that, like 50, 20 chips that's in a that's the thing
1: that's the thing, though. Chips are a snack. McNuggets are supposed to be more like a meal.
0: Not if you're, if you're going with a snack mindset. You can get a nugget, a yeah, couple nuggets
1: as a snack. I think it's dangerous. Dangerous mindset to have. I think it's a great, especially on a road trip, a couple nuggies to so hold you I, over. I will also say that I think it's a great car food, but a plane food, it's a little, it's fine for yourself, but I don't think it's being considerate of everyone else. I mean, it's of the like, smell. Because of the smell, not because it smells bad. I mean, I think some people might think it smells bad, but to me, it's like you're like opening up a, a beer in front of an alcoholic <laughs> who like who like just got out of you know who like can't control themselves yet.
0: Well, I'm a bad Cause, influence
1: because if I if someone opened up uh, any sort of McDonald's on a plane in front of me, I would have to just. Beeline, John Beeline, to the next McDonalds right. after the after the flight. I might have to jump over the seat and take it from him.
0: <laughs> Get the little and, scrap. And,
1: and then eat them while I'm looking at the large plane on the map.
0: <laughs> well, from the same plane, you're always welcome to have one of my nugs. Just one. My numero ocho, my number eight. Pretty boring, but I it's probably the the food I eat most on a plane car. Or airport it's a banana Lance I'm going banana time going bananas I love I think a banana especially when you're like starving it does the the best job to uh, satiate you and, and kind of fill you up and hold you over to whatever next meal you're having love a banana you can throw it in a bag it's it holds up doesn't doesn't need a lot love a banana peel I love I love the process of eating a banana peeling it down I think everyone knows what bananas are. Not sure I need to really walk you through it anymore. It's my number eight, banana.
1: It's a great call, Banana Del Rey. Nice. I am kind of mad at myself that I didn't think about that. It's per- it's perfect. It is the thing. The reason why I didn't include it probably is because I haven't really been a banana guy until very recently, like three years ago. I just always thought they were weird to eat because you didn't like the flavors the way that they were. Looked at like a penis. Just never had them around. I don't mind that at all. Right. You know, I'm I'm all for that. Unpeeling. Sure. Uncircumcised. Jordan Peel. Jordan Peel. But uh yeah, I just never had them. I don't know. I texturally, maybe I thought, I don't know. I don't know what the deal was. I just never never peeled. And gotcha. then we started having them. I mean, Kate, you know, has them around and they're great and I have them all the time. And this this particularly sticks out. One time, it was actually the day my niece was born. And we were going to New Jersey to the hospital to to see her. And we, were, we met, like my sister and I and Caden and, and Drew Bledsoe, we met in Hell's Kitchen. So we could take like a, a lift to, to get there. And I was really hungry. So I went into this deli and I got three bananas. And I ate them all and wow crushed three yeah and i didn't know this was you you could let me know but they thought that was like it was egregious philbin to have three bananas back to back to back i didn't think anything of it but they were like you are out of your mind
0: yeah you are completely out of your mind i've never heard of three little i've never heard of two back-to-back bananas three bananas is pretty egregious philbin it's uh one, one banana is like, I could probably do one more. I don't... I'm not going to do another one. I've never had two back-to-back bananas. Back-to-back-to-back banana?
1: You're a monkey man. I They were great. George sure George Philbin. They were, I, I mean, I was, I was into it. I had no, no issues. They said you're going to regret that later, and later never happened.
0: Well, I, I don't know why you'd
1: regret that later. You have big banana shit. I guess so. Yeah.
0: Bananas are the best. I think... Banana on an empty stomach is, I think, is one of the best foods you can do. Yeah, I like potassium better than the Coliseum. <laughs> they're, just, they're just different uh, ballparks. My number seven, another staple, another classic. It's something that never fails, I'm never disappointed. It doesn't blow me out of the water, but it's, it always comes to play. It shows up a great role player. Lance, my number seven, it's peanut butter and jelly. It's a great road snack. Especially for a guy like me who gets motion sick, gets nauseous on occasion, it's simple, easy on your tum tum. Uh, sometimes I'll throw, I'll, I'll, I'll take out the jelly, I'll throw in a banana there. Peanut butter and banana. I think that's a great combo as well. Fills you up, never disappoints, always consistent. I myself am a smooth peanut butter guy. I'm not a chunky man myself, even though I am chunky physically. I love a smooth PB. I, uh, I don't like, a, I don't like to chew on my peanut butter. And I, uh, I I can't get enough of it.
1: Number seven, PB&J. Not a bad call, but there's some issues. There Are you putting it in a Ziploc? No. I'm going to be putting it in an aluminum foil and then putting that in a Ziploc. Okay. So you do the Adonal foil and then, yeah. is it, and then what? Just uh, it's hanging loose? <laughs> I'll throw it in a bag. I'll throw it in whatever bag I'm, I'm traveling with. I just think it could get crushed. There's like I've had too many crushed peanut butter and jellies in my life. It's go- it's always going to get crushed. I think that adds to the flavor, especially if there's a banana in there. A little smush Parker
0: sandwich you can't beat
1: it. Yeah, but the sandwich feels compromised. It it just like you know it's been it's been messed with. How does the sandwich feel that has been beaten up? Either way, it's going in my tummy. I don't know. I think it's sandwich cruelty. <laughs> wow. That's, i that's
0: I. I understand that, but I think it's part of the uh, the game. When you're a road snack, when you're a real
1: road dog, you got to be expected to be a. Uh, well, that's the thing. Out, out in the mix. That's the thing. Are you putting peanut butter and jelly in a situation that's not really ready for? <laughs> I'm not asking for PB and J's consent.
0: Yeah. It's 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 a sacrifice that I think PB and J is willing to make. They've been they've been a staple for so long. S- simple. Great flavors, great also. Combos. Also, this Tough sometimes this
1: this sometimes enters the back of my mind. I might be crazy though. Is that sometimes I don't like eating PB and J stuff in like a public area that I don't know? Because what if someone has a peanut allergy and I kill them?
0: That's very. That is very considerate of you. I've never thought about that because I feel like isn't it the only way. Like, can they? Can you trigger an allergy by smelling it? Smell I think of,
1: I, I think there's this Mike Birbiglia bit where he, like, opens up a peanut butter... I don't know if it's a peanut butter and jelly, it's something with peanut butter on a plane, and someone on the plane is like, you gotta put that away, because someone will, like, die if they... have peanut butter in the air, and he's like, in the air? <laughs> <laughs> and I forget how it ends, but... I don't know. I I get, like par- I get I get paranoid about some stuff like that sometimes. That's fair. All right. That was my numero seven. Nice. Number six, I got... This is a new addition. I've only had them very recently, but really it could be any dried fruit, but in particular dates. Wow! Take me on a date with some dates. They're sweet. They're substantial. They don't give me a pit in my stomach. Even though they got a pit, it's a good pit stop. Love Their that. Dates, dried fruit. I feel like is an homage to our to our people. I feel like in Jewish culture, dried fruit is pretty pretty big. And what, what better dried fruit than a date? Apricot maybe, but I think dates are, are where it's at. I
0: I could not agree more. My number four is dried fruits. My favorite dried fruit is dried pineapple. Okay, that's respectable. But I I haven't really. I probably had a dried date, but I haven't.
1: Do those make you go to the bathroom? Because I guess they all do. Yeah, I think by being like a food or drink, they eventually do. But are they? I haven't had any particular stomach issues from dates. If that's what you're asking. Okay, they're a good date food. Yeah, you try to see if you can match with it on Hinge. I do love dry sense of humor. I'm sure a day's got it, especially if it's dry. It's it, got, it's dry got a dry sense of humor and it's sweet. So it's a nice a, a nice combo. It's a sweetie. <laughs>
0: That's a good one. Easy to easy to eat. No smell. Tasty.
1: Doesn't have. Uh, eat, just overall great great road snack. Great road snack. My number five. This is really an airport thing for me, more so than anything else. The yogurt parfait. That was in my. That was. A, I was going to be a contender. Didn't make the list, but that's a good one. It fills you up. I feel like. Pri- I feel like I end up getting it a fair amount because price wise, it's like substantial and good and relatively healthy, but also not going to not going to break your wallet. Yeah. And I mean, how many things are more more enjoyable than opening up that parfait? seeing if like, the granola is upside down and then like dumping the granola in, mixing it around. You're a chef. You're a chef. you feel mi- like mixing your own meal. You feel like you're involved in the process. Parfait invites you to indulge. It's a team player. Tina Parfait. Tina Parfait. Par. That's a good one. Parfait, Faye Vincent. Wasn't that a commissioner of the MLB? Parfait Vincent. Faye Vincent? I'm not familiar. I'm not for Vincent. I might have made
0: that up. I feel like Bud Selig was, a, was the commissioner for like hundred years before
1: Manfred. Yeah, but it's a real. It really does fix fix any issue. It's parfait, Donovan. <laughs> it is a fixer.
0: Fills you up. It's it's but it's still light enough to not like slow you down.
1: It's it's phenomenal. It's a good pick. Thank you. So that's my number five. My number four. I know you're not you're not gonna like, but this is something that I do. When when I do have the chance, if I'm at an airport very early, I'm talking, you know, a 6 a.m. flight, a 7 a.m. flight, an 8 a.m. flight. And they have this. I'm always going for it. It's in the morning. It wakes me up. It fills me up. Do you know what it might be? I hope it's not tuna. It's airport sushi. Oh, my <laughs> God. What are you talking about, Lance? I knew you would hate this. But this is the reality. Airport sushi is sushi in the morning, which you know I love. It kind of just wakes you up in a way that nothing else can. And I'll usually get it. You get just like a roll of whatever they got. And that's what I'm about.
0: You're probably the only one. They're probably like still rolling them as as like you approach the counter. Like they're not even ready to be served yet. Like we open at Noon. What are you? What are you doing? Like, yeah. Can I? That, that is absurd. At least they're not leftover. They're probably being made fresh. Hopefully.
1: Well, so that's still insane. The ones I get, they're usually from like, um, you know, like Chibo, like the, the the prepared foods places. Yeah, they were probably made three weeks ago. Yeah, that's that's what I'm. That's what I love. My sister. I will tell you. You could talk to my sister. She and my brother. They both are like, what? Are, what are you doing? This is that is you know, absurd. This is outrageous. But I, I I genuinely like it. I think like. Fish and rice, for whatever reason, is a good combination to have in the morning. <laughs> Raw fish and rice.
0: You might be—that's—that's that's craziness. That is Banana Land. And it's so much so that like there's not even a sushi, like kind of like a, a breakfast sushi. There's there. not like the, not enough people have been like I want sushi for breakfast for them to design
1: breakfast sushi. Like, is there? They're all breakfast sushi to me. I'd say a California roll is like a good breakfast. You get some avocado in there. But I'll just take like a salmon one. Philadelphia, it's got cream cheese. They're pretty much all breakfast if you really think. I mean, a Philadelphia roll, what is it? Uh, cream cheese and salmon and rice? Yeah, I, it's a bagel I, and I lox. Just, I guess. It just does it's just not it's, – it,
0: it's not breakfast to me. It's not a. I, I, I have to find like a, a roll of sushis so I, I could see as being a good – eating at the airport while waiting waiting to go get on board – Maybe if you're on a long car ride, using your fingers. But
1: in the in the morning time, early flight, it makes me nauseous thinking about it. Yeah, that's the only time I like having sushi in an airport. Because I mean, having it during the day, gross. <laughs> you're you're a, you're a real character, Lancey. I kind of want some sushi now. Well, it's not it's not morning time. I know. I got I got to wait like ten hours. <laughs>
0: Fish in the morning—that's that's wild. I'm glad you didn't say tuna fish, though. That would have really, really made me upset.
1: No, you can't do tuna fish in a car or an airplane. That is a, that and is that, a that, red that, alert. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's a that's a problem. And I can't in, be in, in the, the same
0: outdoor venue with tuna fish, let
1: alone a closed contraption. In the airport, it's it's not not ideal, but it's not as bad as in a in a enclosed environment. Anyone
0: eating a tuna fish sandwich in public is a villain and a threat to society.
1: I, I wouldn't go close to that far, but sure. I'll, I'll agree with you there if you agree that sushi for breakfast... If you have sushi for breakfast with me one day, then I'll be on board. If it's not leftover, if it's fresh, I'll give it a try.
0: But I can't do leftover. That'll, okay. that'll that, just ruin that, me. That's fair.
1: I'll,
0: I'll give it a try. I, I can do a California roll. Great. That was my number four. That was your numero four. Yeah. Number six, another simple little treat. It's a turkey wrap. Just a a wrap turkey. I could do straight up turkey. Probably my ideal turkey wrap would be turkey Swiss mustard. Um, Pre-make that for a road trip. Get that at the airport if they had them in like the pre-made wraps things. Easy to eat. No smell. Fills you up. It's light. Doesn't doesn't uh, rock the boat. Doesn't rock the plane. I think turkey is a good road snack. It's not. A, it's more of a meal. But I feel like a wrap overall. This this it's it's a meal, and on on the plane you definitely won't want a meal. It's, it's 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 turkey and it's uh it's not drinking me around. I love turkey wrap. And that's number six is a wrap.
1: It's a good call. I would say I do like. The one thing I don't like about turkey wraps, like in an airport or in like a... Sometimes the turkey could be suspect. Right. That's my only thing. If you're bringing it from home, though, then you're... That's, that's the ideal. Golden meal ticket. Yeah.
0: Golden tape. I feel like the turkey wraps that are pre-made, if they don't have if have like condiments on them and they're on the side, that's probably ideal. They'll get less soggy, Easier,
1: uh, easier to handle. Yeah. Sometimes with like those pre-made turkeys, I feel like you could almost like taste the DNA it's like the, it's like so much gelatin and I'm like this is yeah. just that's is the just, worst this is just chromosomes yeah no one wants those those kind of steroids in there yeah I know I, like I know this is gonna nucleotide me over but I just can't be <laughs> eating this this genetics
0: speaking of uh of cold cuts have you read in the news that there's a big uh I don't even know there's some, some kind of food poisoning in uh, Italian cold cuts and Italian uh, meats, super sara, prosciutto, mortadella. It's all being uh,
1: recalled from the
0: Italian delis
1: around the country. Wow, that's interesting. I did not know that. I will say we don't have, well, I guess like, we don't have prosciutto in our house, but I've been really, you know, this is one of the things that I guess a wife might influence you to do, but we're not, I've been way less high on cold cuts, I feel like, since Kate and I have lived together. And she kind of just always says how they're fake and gross and I'm like yeah, yeah. They, they kind of are fake and gross yeah so I love I mean I love prosciutto especially cured like uh soprassata oh. uh love love it but I'll uh, we'll never have it a chez new at our house Others, that's fair you have it out I'm a big I, I like to have some turkey in my house I usually have turkey cold
0: cuts in the house other than that I'll have the Italian meats once in a while
1: but not not consistently I was in a deli yesterday on Long Island, actually. I was in Long Island yesterday, which is why I wanted to do the pod today. But I went to this deli, and I ordered chicken cutlet. Nice. Chicken cutlet, what, chicken cutlet lettuce, tomato, Swiss, and hot sauce. Love all that minus the tomato. How was it? It was good. It wasn't like amazing, but it was, did the job. Nice. Anyway, so I order, and this woman orders after me, and she goes... Could I have an Italian sub? I've been searching for the perfect Italian sub for my husband and no one could make a good one. Do you make a good one? <laughs> what a bold question. <laughs> and, then, and then they're like, yeah, they're pretty good. Here. She's like, no onions though. No onions. And I'm like, well, what do you want? You <laughs> just want a bunch of cold cuts and no onions? I guess. But she, I thought it was very aggressive to, to, I mean, that approach is aggressive, but then to say That's no very onions. That's To say no onions. I mean, that's like, I think it's not a, it's not a quintessential part, but if you're so particular about a good Italian sub and then you don't want onions, what are you doing? What are you doing?
0: What are you doing? I hate those kind of people who say, who ask if it's good. Like, maybe at a restaurant, but at like a deli, it's like, is the Italian cold cuts good? What are you talking about? How, I, what, like, it's really a matter of just like how they slice the, the, the bread and
1: if they're neat with flattering the, the, the meat on top of each other, what, what makes a good Italian coconut sandwich? Well, they have to do a seance before and sacrifice Frankie Valley. That makes sense. You shouldn't, Frankie Valley getting whacked in the back? <laughs> you, shouldn't, you shouldn't go to a deli with, uh, or anywhere with my dad. This is good. Does what he do that? Think? Oh, yeah. He's a big, is this good guy?
0: My parents will do that, and I'll do that at a restaurant. Is this good to the waiter? But at like a deli, what are they gonna say? No, I would st- I would stay away from the motel today.
1: It's 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 not it's not the freshest. Yeah, she was like, yeah, they do it really good here. Yeah, what what is the difference? They're <laughs> they're, they're gonna dump it in a was it like a puddle before. Yeah, classic puddle of mud. <laughs>
0: <laughs> nice. Well, very nice. My numero cinco, my number five, is a sabra snacker it's i think these have been developed past couple years it's the sabra hummus the little snack pack that has the pretzels on top of it great to go great to great to move on the road with them easy to grab easy to dunk no smell it's, they have different flavors of the hummus the sabra hummus I'm a, I'm a fan of the sabra hummus i think it gets a bad rap i think it's a solid hummus i like the the roasted garlic one the best dip some pretzels, pretzels in there satiating delicious great on a flight, no smell, no mess. Saber hummus.
1: I hate those Burger. I hate those snack things. I think oh my God. I think they're infantilizing to humanity. They're telling you that you're not capable of having hummus and then bring your own pretzels. You have to just have them all together. And then by doing that, they skimp you on both hummus and pretzels. And they, they, they act like you're getting a good deal because you have it all together. Meanwhile, you just get the hummus and get the pretzels. And you're golden, you have more and you're probably paying the same because they're ripping you off. I don't, but I don't want a full hummus
0: c- container. I'm, I'm going
1: on a road trip.
0: I'm going on a plane. I don't need that much hummus. The Sabra Snacker, it's got the perfect amount of hummus. It's a good amount. And then it's like, I need something to dip into the hummus. I'm not going to be a savage, put my fingers in there. Give me some
1: pretzels. All in one pack, the Sabra Snacker. I think it robs you of your autonomy. <laughs> a Tommy Loren. I think
0: you're, you're pulling a Fox News. This is this is too much. Cyber snackers never. I've never heard anyone not like a cyber snacker. You're you're being a cyber walker.
1: <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> it's just I'm not a I'm not a sabra. I'm a sabro.
0: Crazy, absolutely crazy.
1: So if, if you
0: bring hummus on the road, you're going to bring a whole your own container of hummus and then your own bag of pretzels. Yeah. All right. That's fair. Because
1: what the snack, also with the snack thing, you got They always come in packs. So you, you can't only get one. You got to get like 47. What are you no, going to do No, you can get it? one. This is them individually. You can get one for $10. <laughs> Any way you do it, you're screwed. You either get one and you're overpaying <laughs> or you get 40 and who's going to eat 40 of them? It's not that much money. It's, it's
0: worth the snack it's worth a little bit of hummus. It's designed perfectly. It, it, it fills you up. Not too much. It's light. It's delicious. I disagree, but we're both right. We're both right. And my number four I just said is it's dried fruit. I think specifically dried pineapple is my favorite. It's like candy pretty much. I love all kinds of dried fruit. Overall, I like trail mix. I was going to have trail mix, but I'm, I'm, number four is, is dried fruit. Easy to eat. Fills you up no smell, no mess. We're both a couple of dry guys.
1: Dry guy desert. Bingo. That's great. My number 3 is the McDonald's McChicken. Really? So, a little bit of a caveat. I was trashing McDonald's a little bit before, and it's not something good to have on an mm-hmm. airplane, but the how good it is in a car is out of this world. It's it's the best. And even in an airport you could do it. I think in a plane, it's disrespectful, but I kind of I kind of viewed it as like, all right, this thing, like combo is I'm going to have in a car. Terra chips, I'm having in a plane. So I kind of didn't separate them to have like, oh, is this going to be good in all three? Because sure. no one thinks like that. Okay. Um, so the McChicken, I think, is a great thing to have when you're driving, you're on the road, you need something, but you want to be quick. Just like that combination of that fake bun, the lettuce, the chicken that's like not chicken but it is chicken, and then the mayo to tie it all together. That mayo ties it all together like a nice bow tie. It wraps up <laughs> the mid-chicken, and then you got that wrapper and it still smells like McDonald's. I mean, a few things better. I feel like you could eat it in 30 seconds, but it could hold you over for as long as you need. It is like... so. A McChicken to me is like, it's not a snack, but it's not a meal. It's in between. It's a a sneal.
0: Wait, so you're saying chicken McNuggets are a meal, but a McChicken is a snack?
1: Yeah. It's on the dollar menu. It's like a a mini sandwich. You can get Nuggies on the dollar menu. Yeah, but chicken tenders are a meal. That's fair. You're right. You're right. chicken's delicious. I probably did perjure myself previously, but...
0: (laughs) I like that you say eating it on a plane is disrespectful. It, it, <laughs> it is I, I could see people getting angry because they're not having it. I don't think anyone would be like, that smell is just like awful. Get that out of here. But people probably just be like, oh now I really want I'm so hungry now, I want
1: McDonald's. That's why I'm saying it's disrespectful. Right. I don't care if people don't like it. I'm saying it's disrespectful to people who who need it after smelling it. Right. It's like love, uh love it. Yeah, it's, it's also, I guess, maybe the alcohol uh, analogy I made isn't as good as it's like blowing cigarette smoke in someone's face who has been really trying to quit. Right, right.
0: Yeah, it's a good one. McDonald's has got great
1: roast. Overall, they uh, yeah, have great roast snacks. Number two, I got, similar to your turkey wrap, it, but it is a chicken Caesar salad wrap
0: nice i'll That's even go
1: without the chicken and just do caesar salad wrap but i feel like it's usually chicken caesar salad it's rare sure. you find just like a, a caesar out in the wild with no chicken right <laughs> it's like you know finding a someone single in a small town you're not gonna you're not gonna it's not gonna happen but right. it is economical you could have it with your hands I feel like they sell these often at airports. So you get it at the airport. You could have it while you're waiting or you could wait for the plane. Depends how much restraint, self restraint self-restraint you have.
0: Self-Michael so Strahan?
1: Yeah. And then so also we haven't talked about this. I guess this has kind of been understood, but I try to avoid things, particularly for planes, that if they're going to give you, if they even have the potential for a bad reaction, like a bad stomach reaction. You got to avoid. You got to avoid. Hundred percent. There's no chance you could have like. I mean, that's that's an issue with like even like a McDonald's. If you have it before you're going on a plane or on a plane, there is a risk there. But the chicken Caesar salad, I feel like, is a as much of a safe bet as you could really get. Definitely, I agree. Agree with all that. I think
0: chicken is probably the safest bet for McDonald's to be okay with your stomach. Meat, you roll the dice a little bit, but chicken Caesar salad. Very simple, easy to eat, light, light on your feet, 100% agree. Especially for me, I get, I get nauseous, so I'm always considering uh, what I'm eating before I'm in motion.
1: Exactly. Before you run the motion offense, so you got to have a nice meal. Exactly. Emil hirsch. Number nice. one, this is really just for the car. It doesn't really translate to a plane or to an airport, but it is so good in a car that it took the number one spot. It's McDonald's fries. Wow. Doubling up on the wacky Donalds. Donald, McD's. Doubling up on the wacky Donalds. Wacky wacky McDonald's trumps. It <laughs> is like I mean, I just it just brought this when we decided this category, it just brought me back to the countless times growing up. I don't do this anymore really, but pick up McDonald's, bring it home or bring it somewhere, putting like strategically placing the, the fries on the passenger side. So, like, I would have to do work to get them, but I could always read them with my hand. Right. Just eating you don't want to make it too easy. And But eating the whole thing before I got to where I was going. Right. I mean, those are where it's rare that a food is actually at its best when you're in a the car. There's no food that's at its best when you're in a car other than McDonald's fries. That's, I think that's very true. They kind of do what, what combos does in, like, you have one and then, oh, good thing. This was good. There are 27,000 more of these. And then all of a right. sudden they're zero, and they're just they're just tailor made for for the car. Only thing I would
0: say, I mean, I can't argue against McDonald's fries. The best fries in the game, unbelievable in a car when reaching into the bag. Only thing is, you can't really do ketchup with them while you're driving. Oh, uh, you're a ketchup on the fries? Of course. No. I mean, I'm I'm
1: fine. I'll, I've had plenty of fries without ketchup, but you're you're a plain fry guy. I'm a McDonald's fries purist. Other fries, I'll do ketchup, but I'll never do ketchup on McDonald's fries. McDonald's ketchup is the best
0: version of ketchup. They have, they have their own, they have their own ketchup, their own soda. It's it's, it's incredible.
1: But I, the McDonald's fries are fine on them. On their, by, they're great on by themselves. McDonald's fries but, to me are like high quality sushi. Where if you put soy sauce in the sushi, then it it's disrespectful. Right. Right.
0: But high quality sushi, I understand. Because you don't want to dilute
1: the flavor. Fries with ketchup—it just—I feel like it enhances. Generally, but McDonald's are so good; it takes away from the crisp and the salt. I think not so much the salt, but the crispiness it takes away. Right, Joe. It's a good one. I didn't—I didn't see that coming. You having two McDonald's
0: on your top nine? I didn't either, but it just—it just happened. Wow. Cheese, Louise. It's a good one. Fries are definitely not on my my list, but they're definitely. It uh, was an oversight on my part. But I'm surprised you didn't you didn't have my number 3. It's the bagel. I think a bagel is ideal. I think it was des- especially your version of the bagel which is you eat it like a madman plane, uncut. That's perfectly designed for driving on on a plane. It's it's I've had, my my go-to is if I'm going on a plane ride and I have a lot of time, I'll I'll bring a bagel for the plane. Um Typically, probably with butter, just something simple, something easy on my stomach. It's the best. It holds up. Doesn't it, it, It's easy to eat. No smell. Probably go untoasted, so because I'm not going to have it immediately. It's it's sometimes I'll that probably on a plane. I'll be one of the few times I'll have a plain. I'll get like a cinnamon raisin bagel, but have nothing on it because I'll, I'll just munch on it. It's 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 the best. It's my number three. Yeah, bagel.
1: that was an unbelievable oversight on my part and I can't believe it didn't even come across my mind I think it's because I don't think of it as a transportation food I like all these other foods I think of like what am I having when I'm in this at a bagel I'll I'll have more often at home so
0: that's fair I mean yeah for the the braised bits open you guys you guys scooped up some bagels on the way over
1: that's right yeah but yeah I mean that's 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 unforgivable on my own (laughs) To keep keep the chin up. It'll be all
0: right. I've had plenty of those in my day. In my, my top nine, my number two is. I mean, it's, it's it's pretty obvious, but I I if I'm at the airport, I'll and I want something for a long flight. I'll get this and I'll hold on to it for a couple hours on the plane. It's it's a personal pizza. We've talked about. I talked about it on the pod. I like cold pizza. I. Even on a road trip, I'll get pizza. I'll get like a slice of pizza. I enjoy it cold. I'm not gonna eat it on the airplane when it's fresh and it's warm. Then it has that smell. But once it gets cold, the smell dissipates. I think it gets better the colder it gets. The cheese gets all nice and uh, firm. I've had. I think airport pizza is probably the best option if you like want to get like a restaurant something an item from a restaurant. I think because they have like they they can have a simple pizza oven to make it.
1: Uh, and it, it holds up. My number two is pizza. So airport pizza, I think, is great when you're like really, really hungry, and you just like need to just yeah, guzzle some bread, basically fill up, fill up. Yeah, when you're running on E, you're running mm-hmm. on E for entourage, and you need need to fill up, fill up, get pre- some Vinny. fill up premium, and but the thing is, I think it's one of those things where you eat it, you down it, and then you like don't feel well. Right. Unless it's
0: a lighter pizza. But it's yeah. it's similar to the Cinnabon. You're not gonna you're not gonna feel right. going love yourself afterwards. True.
1: This is true. Yeah, it's not a bad it's not a bad call. I didn't have it, and I think I made the right choice of not having it, but I could see it being like it's it's not a it's not a bad pick at all. Yeah. I think it's a solid pick.
0: Appreciate it. And my number one it's something that I probably only have on flights and yeah i probably won't have it in the car because it's, it's a little too messy it's it's the blueberry muffin lance i i i love a blueberry muffin i don't have i'm not i am not going to have it for breakfast if i go to a, a restaurant i'm not gonna get a muffin to, to have at home but on a fl- on a plane for some reason i think a blueberry muffin is designed to be eaten in an airplane on in the seat the crumbs are contained you're able to to casually eat it it's, it fills you up it's delicious. It's cute. Muffins are always cute. I love a muffin top. Take off the top. It's got a little head to it. I love I think blueberry is the optimal kind of muffin. It's sweet. The texture's texture is delicious. A fresh blueberry muffin. You can't be beat on an airplane any time of day, night or day. Fill me up muffin But I'm a blueberry muffin. It's my number one. <laughs>
1: I think your reasoning and your your reasoning is airtight, and your enthusiasm shines through. I'll say, for me, I just have never really found a muffin that has won me over. Really, I just think they're as a food, they're fine. I'm I'm very I'm I'm never gonna seek out a muffin. I feel like there's I always don't seek a, out muffins other
0: than on, for going on a, on a trip.
1: I feel like there's always a better option. Like I'd rather a bagel, or I would rather a donut. Like I feel like, yeah, it's, I'm, it's like I'm, a, in the, I'm a muffin over donut guy. It's like I'm in the middle of that spectrum or I'd rather like some sort of roll or some other type of bread or a croissant. Like uh, for whatever reason, a muffin, it doesn't really, it's like, it's like if you're picking a, like a roster, like a 12 man roster, I just don't see a place for it on my roster. Wow. I'm, it's, I'm, not, I'm it's not. to say promo. that it's not. It's not to say that it doesn't have anything to offer, but I just don't know what it does for my particular goals. That's that's fair. I've never been a donut guy. I
0: I, I find donuts to be offensive. To be honest, I think they have no. I think they're. <laughs> they have no place in our on my roster. I'll cut them the second they try to try out. Muffins, I think, are dominant. They have layers to them. Can have different flavors. Any like layers. Get, you got the top. You got the the muffin top and then you got the bottom. And then you got the, the layer in between. I don't think so. <laughs> you can have a big, you could have a small muffin. It's it's just it's I'm a, I'm a stud muffin. Yeah. I'm not gonna muff this kid. I feel like I'm muffing your feathers. Yeah,
1: I'm a little muffled
0: right now. <laughs> but that's okay. Alright, that was a great top nine. I think we uh, we had it out.
1: Had yeah. a couple
0: similarities. I think you really can't believe you didn't have a bagel, and I also can't believe that you had two different McDonald's items. At the end there, you really powered through, and you did a muff mutter, muff muffin.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I got down to the, I got down dirty, tough muff, tough
1: muffin, tough muffin. All right, so we don't have any of Kate's picks this week because of, we're not sure the status she was. Upset at my increasingly re- ridiculous picks, and Jesse smartly didn't 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 know the the protocol. I didn't want to make her
0: uncomfortable. But if Kate, if you're listening to this, and you want it, you can go. You can come talk through Lance. Text me directly. Let us know what you think. No pressure. I understand. It's a tough spot to be in to predict Lance's top nine. If sometimes he's never even per-
1: experienced something on his list, but it's up to you. So we're going to do Phil Jackson's predictions for you. Phil Jackson, we call him Phil Jackson, but he really writes these amazing intros, so call him Phil Broth. Phil Broth. Phil Broth. He says about your picks, he says, the grab and go is a Jesse necessity. (laughs) Not every morsel can be enjoyed in the comforts of home, so it's critical we bring the triangle offense to road games with the same ferocity. Nice. We all know Jesse is a road dog. So get, getting inside his mobile mind is something that not many cats have accomplished. <laughs> this transient category promises to help the Brazerbacks uncover origins of Sir Sweetfeet himself. <laughs> May we all have the sweetest of feet for this week's pod. Without further ado, let's move and groove. So he nice. comes out with my number one. He says fries. He isn't saying McDonald's, but he says fries. Wow. Then he's it's got. A good pick. Then he's got a bag of nuts. Bag of Nuts. It
0: was on my fringe. I consider that in the dried fruit category. Bag of fruit. Then he's got Granola Bar. Another another one that was right on the edge. I'm not going to have a... T- you know, like, I feel like that's like a last resort. Grabbing a Kind Bar, grabbing a Granola Bar. It's like, I'm, I'm fine with it, but it's not something I would put on my, my
1: favorite thing to eat on the road. Then, he's, then he comes in with the Chicken Nugs. BANG! Come on, Phil.
0: Know my body.
1: Then he's got beef jerky.
0: That's the Ray Donovan. That's the last comic standing. I'm not a jerky guy.
1: I'm not going to be a a slim Jim. Then he's got fruit salad. (laughs) It's not.
0: (coughs) It's not. (laughs) For some reason, I feel like he's calling me a fruit salad, but I'm not a. I, I like fruit salad. It's a, good, it's, a good, it's a good pick. And then I'm not going to rail him against that one.
1: And then for his bonus, he says Fig
0: Newtons. Nice. I was actually th- thinking about Fig Newtons. Haven't had a Cam Fig Newton in a while. Yeah, I don't think I've had one of those since the Battle of Waterloo. <laughs> Fig Newtons are a classic uh, middle school lunchtime snack. Throw, that, throw a couple of those in a, a Ziploc bag.
1: Yeah, I remember having those, watching Napoleon surrender. It was a good time.
0: Back in the day,
1: yeah, and then Good picks Phil overall. Then, overall, very solid. And then he concludes with Brazon <laughs> from Phil, aka Philip Ross. Nice, great predictions, Philip. Love to hear that. All right, so you already did our main sponsor, or I guess our our a sponsor, our, our, premium, top, sponsor. our top sponsor. We got though this. We got our mid mid pod sponsor. This one is from Count Spatula's Kitchen Supplies. One. Ah, 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 ah. Two. Ah, 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 ah. Three. Uh, Ah, 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 ah. Ordering kitchen supplies from Count Spatula, ah, ah, is as easy as one, two, three. Our spatulas rock like Stonehenge, my favorite landmark in the world. Ah, 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 ah. What? Our spatulas are fine and finished, unlike the church in Barcelona. Uh, 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 uh. Transform Milvania your dishes with Count Spatula. Now available at TJ Maxx. <laughs> so, yeah, so we got Count Spatula to read that, which was great. Great read by Count Spatula.
0: Love, love the voiceover work by Spatula. Appreciate you having that. I don't love the jabs taken at me, but it's great inside Braze Bits Baseball.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think that was just Count Spatula being honest.
0: I'd love to come face to face with Count Spatula.
1: Maybe one day. Maybe you already have. Who knows? Who knows? Great say. ad.
0: Thanks for supporting the pod, Count. <laughs> All
1: right, so we got a question this week. Uh, thanks for everyone who absent questions. They definitely have declined slightly, in you know, so <laughs> let's get some more questions. Uh, Send us an email at brazebits at gmail.com. Again, brazebits at gmail.com. Or you can DM us on Instagram. This one was a good one, though. This was from uh, one of my friends, Brazerback, who um, is going by the name. I actually don't have the name. Oh, uh, the, the con- Condimentalist. Love that. The Condimentalist. And it's a, good, it's a good name. And the Condimentalist says, great, Steven Pod. What are your rankings of the following? Ketchup, mayo, Russian dressing. Stephen Pod was our middle school principal, which is, that was his name. If that, if he, if your principal doesn't have a podcast, he's uh,
0: he's missing out on <laughs> taking advantage of his last name. Great last name on him.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't remember. I don't. He's he's definitely not the age of a, you know your your typical podcaster, but yeah. maybe he's got a good name for it. He does. Some people have a podcast voice. He's got a pod name. <laughs> he, he does. <laughs> Chuck Pod. Chuck Pod. So this is a good question. In terms of ketchup, mayo, and Russian dressing, where do you rank them? What do you think, Jesse? It's pretty clear to me.
0: I love ketchup, my number one. Russian dressing, I feel like I had a lot more of it when I was younger. Um, I, I like it. I, I didn't know that it was a pretty much a combination of mayo and ketchup until... Uh, pretty recently. But that's my number 2 and mayo is, is number 3. I used to be very very anti mayo. Like like it would really gross me out. I still am very anti mayo, but I've grown to like the like fancier combination of mayos that have like things added to them like aiolis and different things. If it's straight up mayo, it's not even on my list. I'm not even having it. But like a special sauce, thousand island, I'll enjoy it. But it's pretty clear to me one ketchup, two Thousand Island, three mayo. I don't even have Thousand Island that much anymore. Like I'm not gonna have that on a salad, but if it's like on, I guess a
1: sandwich, I'm not gonna throw it out. I remember when I was little, I heard of a, a Thousand Island, and I thought it was it like blew my mind. I was like, did they, did they go to a thousand islands to get this? It is That's a great. That's what name. I thought. That's what I thought. I couldn't. I couldn't fathom it. It just, it, I was intimidated by it. Yeah, it's a it's a fantastic thing. So, this one was really tough for me because I think they all have situations where they're the number one. It's kind of like, again, if you're roster, you put out someone against a certain opposition and they're going to be the right pick.
0: Right. It's how you apply so
1: It's all the matchups. And, but it's, it, so it's really tough. And I think that they're all my, like, they all, it doesn't, it's it just, it's a tough general question. But Thousand Island, are you, like, Thousand Island, so how Russian, often is that an option? Is what? Is that like an so option. It's, so, well, I think it's... You could have it on, like, sandwiches. So, Thousand Island and Russian, they're a little different, right? They're not exactly the same. I think a Thousand Island has some other, other stuff in it. To me, Russian is just literally you mix together mayo and ketchup. Yeah. So, I'm going to say that's number three. Because I think it only works on certain sandwiches. And otherwise, it's kind of odd. inside sure. of place. And then it's tough between mayo and, and ketchup. Um, I think that ketchup has it's places where it shines fries number one and like I've been having uh curry ketchup lately that's like really good Hmm. um but mayo I think could work on a lot of sandwiches and I think some burger we're talking about the mcchicken that's not a burger but like the mcchicken I think is made because of the mayo that was what. like the mayo has the potential to transform something in a way that ketchup I feel like is more of a just side show if that makes any sense, I feel like yeah. I feel like mayo is almost like an undercover cop, where it like <laughs> integrates itself into the organization, and the ketchup is just like never going to be able to have that level of infiltration. So for that reason, okay. I say mayo is number one, but it's it's very close, and I think it, it doesn't necessarily mean that ketchup is not as good as mayo. That's
0: fair. I mean, it's not. It's not a straight up the the whiteness of the mayo
1: people I, I, I don't like the texture and all that stuff, but I could, I could look past that. I think it it yeah. knows where it's where it could shine.
0: I'm much more of a mustard. I'll, I'll go mustard over mayo any day.
1: Yeah, if mustard was included in this, I think mustard would have been number one because mustard is just it packs such a punch and it could work in a lot of different circumstances. And it's versatile.
0: You can make it honey mustard, spicy mustard, Dijon.
1: Yeah, it's a mustard half. <laughs> it's a must burger. It's a must burger.
0: Great right. question.
1: Thank you, the Continentalist.
0: <laughs> Beautiful. Want to get into? Uh, is that a QAB? Let's get into that a QAB. You want to go first? Sure, I'll get on base. My, I'll get on base because my is that a QAB? Has to do with the World Series that concluded last night. Not sure if you saw this. I I kind of stopped paying attention to the to baseball after the Yankees got bounced, but. So I saw, saw this on the, the ticker line. Unbelievable, inconceivable. This player on the Los Angeles Dodgers, who they won the World Series, Justin Turner, he had an inconclusive corona test during the day. And then before the game, took another test, and it came back. I guess they got the results during the game, came back positive. So they pulled him mid, during the game. The Dodgers win the World Series, and Justin Turner comes onto the field to celebrate with the team. He's got his mask off. He's holding the trophy. He's kissing his wife next to the, the manager who is, I don't think he's a senior citizen, but he's of the older age on TV on a national, on the biggest stage. It's been, it's national news that he tested positive for COVID. And this guy is out, out there smooching the, the World Series trophy, more than QAB absolutely insane i think it is a symbol of our society of of just of everything that's wrong right now people not following the rules i understand like the one the world series this guy doesn't want to be sitting in a hotel room alone he wants to be with his teammates but not a bad a very bad thing to be shown to fans to younger kids to anybody it's just it maybe very angry to see and i i really hope that it doesn't now the whole team doesn't have covid sin.
1: Yeah, well, it's not good, you know, when kind of the leaders of, of institutions set a bad example. I can't think of another situation where that happens, where, like, the leader of, like, a country sets a bad example. Could you?
0: No. Wait, what?
1: <laughs> Never mind. What are, you, what are you... I'm trying to think of what you're trying to allude to. So, like, could you think of a situation in recent times where, like, someone who's supposed to be in charge of something has set a really bad example.
0: You're talking about Trump,
1: obviously? I'm just saying. You're talking about Borat? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, I... No, I, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I know I, what you're talking about. Trump not wearing a mask is insane. Um, I think it, it's, it's... So, number... it's The manager of the Dodgers is Dave Roberts who... Dave Roberts, he could, he could run away from that virus. I feel confident about that because he stole that base that in 2004, that essentially he launched did. the Red Sox comeback against the Yankees. He did. It is tough. It's tough. I mean, obviously, the responsible thing to do is to not celebrate, right? Obviously, but he—I mean, you got to assume he was in contact already with most of the people uh, like in the dugout. He was in the dugout, right? Yeah, right. but he he's still just it, limited after
0: you get the get the information. Yeah, get the knowledge. I
1: mean, the right responsible thing to do is obviously not to celebrate, but it's like the thing you dream of. I don't know how... I guess he was probably an important... I remember a few years ago, he was really good. So he's, assuming he, I think he was like pretty an, important. Like a pretty important player. They probably... The teammates are like, you know, we're a team type thing. They probably wanted them all out there. And emotionally, it's like... It's the thing you dream of doing. It's like the pinnacle of your life. So are you... Like, I think anyone could look at it and say, obviously, that was not the right thing. And like, objectively, it wasn't the right thing. But I think in this in the moment, it's probably much harder to... Restraining sure. Itself. So I think it's not ideal, but it's also I uh, understand it, and I think it's not the worst thing in terms of like COVID violations, if that makes sense.
0: Wow, I'm surprised. I thought uh, I, I think it's one of the worst things, especially if someone gets sick. Like if a team attendant, they have an older uh, team doctor, it, it gets.
1: Yeah, I mean it's sick. not it's not good, but I think it's worse to have a large indoor party. Like right. I, I think there's worse, more egregious things that you can do, and it's like, again, he should have had restraint and not done it. But I think I would have just not even
0: for himself. I would just, I would. Just, yeah. I don't know how how he didn't think he would be. i would be he worried about giving it to
1: my teammates. He didn't. He didn't care, and they didn't care. Like, it, it is. It's it's a tough situation, and I think it's hard to have that restraint. I can imagine it being really hard to have that restraint in that moment. Yeah. Understandable. So, my QAB, what do you want? Do you want, I guess to choose your own adventure this week. Do you want like a more serious one or you want a silly one? I'm a silly guy. you know. You're me. A, silly I'm a silly guy. Goose. Yours was a little more serious so I'll do a silly guy. So, uh, this past weekend actually, Kate and I were at the Jersey Shore. A little nice. A little bit of a get out of the city. Gotta get out of the city. And, Beautiful. I brought, we brought all our laundry to do, you know, they have a laundry machine and, we you could say you know we brought all our clothes to do laundry. Wait, what? You got a you
0: got a hotel room?
1: No, they have a laundry. Room. At the laundry. Jersey Shore. Yeah, and so we stay at we stay at my Kate's aunt's house. Oh, okay, gotcha. gotcha so gotcha. so when we whenever we not actually I, this might have been whatever. So we brought all our laundry to do laundry, and I realized I didn't have any clean clothes, so. <laughs> And I was, like, really sweaty from the day. I, I don't remember why, but I guess it was hot or something. So I was like, I just wanted to take a shower, but all my clothes were still in there. That bed. is the
0: worst feeling. When you want a shower, you got nothing to clean to get into? Oh.
1: So Kate was like, well, you could wear... They have these robes, so you could wear one of these robes. Nice. And I'd never worn a robe in my life. You've never been a robe guy? Never worn a robe. Wow. I love a robe. I, I didn't think... I wasn't sure. I was like, Ken, Kenya, I w- wear Nairobi. I wasn't sure. And oh. I, so I did because all my stuff, I had to wait like an hour for all my stuff to dry, And I hated it. It was awesome.
0: <laughs> I meant, didn't like being in Nairobi.
1: Oh, it it's, was, it's, it's supposed to, you got to embody the robe. You got to be relaxed. You got to be was, lounging. You was to in a spa. I mean, it was just me and my wife, but I just felt like a creep. <laughs> It was awful. I hated it. I mean, wow. I think the robe might have been like a little too small. Like I think maybe a larger robe would have been better, but it fit me. I just, you know, I had not, nothing, I had nothing under anything. So sure, I feel you're, like you're, I don't you're know. free balling under the robe with your wife. Why were you self conscious? Is that what people do with uh, they Tom Petty? They free balling. That's the whole the point robe? of the robe,
0: so that you can just I, easy it's easy access take off.
1: It just felt creepy. I just felt like I was a big old creep. I didn't like it at all. <laughs> so you're saying robes are QAB? At least me in a robe is. I don't think I could. put... I'm not a robe guy.
0: Wait, were you self conscious that like one of your balls were going were to be exposed, or you're just not like, at didn't all like
1: the way it felt? I, I didn't like the way it felt, and I it just felt it just felt like, you know, you ever know when you're like at a bar or so, you know, whenever you've seen a guy like not he's like being like making you feel uncomfortable by like getting to he's not doing anything that's like an actual violation, but he he's being a little bit too aggressive with someone, you're watching it and you're yeah. like, oh well, if I say something then I'm blowing this up, but this is like
0: Of course. This. That's all my douchebag New Jersey friends.
1: Yeah, right. So it's like I just I just it just it was that type of feeling. Where I was like gotcha. witnessing something that I was uncomfortable with. <laughs> it, Would you be more comfortable if Kate was also in a robe. She wears robes all the time. She's pro uh, robe. She, she, I, I think she was wearing a robe too. I don't know. I just, I just didn't. Me in a robe, I, it was not for me. <laughs>
0: I'd love to see a picture of you uncomfortable. She loved
1: robe. it. She thought it was great.
0: That's great. It's a mindset. It's, it's, it's a whole. You got to embody the robe.
1: You got, you got to really lean into it. I'm not leaning into any robes. I like that though.
0: It's a good QAB.
1: Should we bring it in? Let's bring them the closer. You want to bring him in? You can do it. One, don't mind if I do. A two. A one, two, three, four. Bits, 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 bits,
0: bits. Bits, 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 bits. Bits, 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 bits. Bits, 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 bits. Bits, 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 bits. Bits, bits. bits. bits, bits, bits,
1: bits. bits. Wow, that's a good one.
0: <laughs> you really rocked out
1: there. Yeah. That was great. You got anything to plug? Just Braze Bits.
0: Uh, Thank you, Braze Bits, for listening. Send us more questions. Winter is coming. Winter is uh, coming around town. Send us some winter questions. Send send us anything. Feedback. Let us know what you guys are thinking.
1: Yeah. uh, Echoing off that, I also forgot to we launched a, uh, not really, but quietly launched a YouTube channel. Uh, We had a boob tube. We had a boob tube. There's only two clips on it but we're gonna our plan is to put more stuff on it uh it's just youtube braised if you, you search braised bits on youtube but youtube slash braised bits subscribe we'll put some content out yeah. there subscribe to youtube and uh now that we're a year in we got a lot of stuff in the works it's lettuce onion what is that the works
0: lettuce onion tomato bacon <laughs> I don't know.
1: That was another thing when you know when I was little, people would order subs with the works. Yeah, and that blew my mind. I was like, "This must be a lot of things." And then it's just like lettuce and tomato. Yeah, it's, and it's I'm just like, the, "Why the didn't classes. you just say lettuce and tomato?" I felt deceived when I found that. It out Sounds cool. The works. Yeah, but it it makes it it makes it sound more important than it is. The works the works have to have to work to get that reputation. I think it's true. Anyway, we'll have some stuff, you know, a little bit off-menu that we'll announce in the coming weeks. But we're excited about what we got cooking in the pod kitchen.
0: Yes, sir. Stay tuned.
1: Yeah, stay tuned. And that's all for me. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good week. We'll see you next Friday. We'll see you next Friday.
0: Peace. Peace!